This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. Everybody, welcome to a board game edition of the MFG Cast. What? You give me a face already. I don't, I don't like the start of this. I give you faces at the beginning of it all the time. You do. All right. This uh, we're calling this one board game. And well, let's try this. Oh. How about end of the year chaos? No. I can't remember. We kind of talked about. I don't that. know something with the word chaos. Chaos. In it. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about kind of finishing up our year. What we played, maybe what we what got. We, what we didn't play. What we didn't play, yeah. That maybe. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hodgepodge. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this seems familiar. Like, we might have done this last year. Like, I feel like it was a chaos hodgepodge episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing ever has to be, like, structured all the time. We can just have fun and just talk about some things. Heck yeah. Yeah. So... Where do we want to start? Do we want to start talking about like where we ended up with our BG Stats Challenge? Do we want to talk about what yeah. we... Okay. All right. Let's start there. Okay. So I was really sure that this year we were going to be able to meet this challenge. Really? I don't know. I was feeling really good. We were up to a good um, stride when we were playing our games and life was grand and we were just busting through it and then all of a sudden we peered it off yeah i think i feel like every year november and december are just kind of a uh conglomeration that's a big word of garbage like it just it seems like things always seem to happen weirdly it's very busy lots of things happening um time kind of gets away from us the month passes and then you're on to the next month, and that one passes really fast, and then here we are, the new year, and we just didn't quite do it. Yeah. So, but on a lighter, more positive note, we did so much better in this challenge that we set for ourselves in the past year that I'm proud of us. Yeah. So how do we do as far as our challenge goes? So our challenge, um, for those of you that aren't familiar, was to play 64 of our games that we had not played physically. <laughs> so really what it was is playing games that either maybe we had played on Board Game Arena, but we hadn't played a physical copy, or that we had owned that maybe only one of us had played, but we both hadn't taken the time or been able to put it to the table. So like maybe Kurt had played it with Mike or, you know, solo or something like that, that we haven't, hadn't both been able to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we located or we selected 64 of them to play one time each for the entire year. And some of them we played more than once. 
So maybe that's where we met the challenge. Just kidding. So we had 64 games that we had picked. Out of the 64 games, we ended up playing 40. Yeah, which is pretty darn Which good. is 63% of the games yeah. that we played. I figured we'd, we'd hit at least half, but I did, you know, I just, again, just because things kind of get in the way. Well, to make me feel better about this whole thing, we had some pretty beefy games on here, too. That's true. Some pretty hearty games. Some of them we got to, some of them we didn't. Mm-hmm. Some of them we were familiar with. Some of them were quicker. Um, they ranged from playing different versions of Welcome To to learning how to play um, Heaven and Ale. Or Kurt had played Great Western Trail. I had not. We spent New Year's Eve playing that mm-hmm. game other games that we had bought in bundles from board game companies. And, I mean, they really ranged from smaller stocking stuffer type games to bigger meteor games, which we never even got to. Like we had Merlin on our list, which obviously we're still going to play. But that one's a beefy game as far as I hear. Yeah. So, um, but then we had other games like Paris which we've played through Board Game Arena or Tabletop Simulator or something like that, but we haven't played the physical copy, but we liked it so much that we bought the board game, like the physical copy of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we did really well. Yeah. Still, I'm disappointed, but I feel like we did better than the year before. I don't know how many games we had because our challenge didn't move over to our new version. When we switched phones. But I feel like we should, after this episode, make a new challenge for ourselves. Yeah. And I think I feel really fairly confident that we should maybe think about putting not as many games in there to make it attainable. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, this year, as much as... BG stats kind of ticked me off and rubbed me the wrong way of losing our plays. We should try to log all of our plays. Yeah, for sure. Because they said we played, what did I say? Our year recap was we played, what did they say? What is that? I can't do the math fast enough. Maybe 11 and a half hours of games total. Yeah. Which is. Which is total lie. Which is hilarious because we ended up playing what? three hours, four hours of games last night, mm-hmm. and like four hours of games the day before or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, But that was for the all of 2023 is what BG Stats said because of what all that we lost. With the switch over from Android to iPhone. Yes. Yeah. So Which sucks. a little bitter about okay. it. So I want to kind of dig into... What's going on with our st- our challenge? So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I would love. You're asking me. I'm going to ask you. Obviously, because I can't answer. Yeah, I'm going to ask the crowd that's listening. <laughs> hey, fans, what do you think? I don't know. Okay, so my first question is, and I freaking lost it. What was it? It was oh, one of the things that we were talking about is when we were going to play these games, is if we wanted to keep them in our collection. Oh. So are there some games that you played 
that we played that you're like, well, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm leaning towards having this in our collection anymore, or if it's just something where, may, you know, maybe it was just kind of like we got it as a deal for a bundle, or maybe it was something that like one of us bought that the other didn't know about, and we played it, and then you're like, well, I don't really know if this will sit in our collection or not. Or maybe we need to play it again to know whether we want to keep it. Yeah. And you're saying that because you got a lot of games for Christmas, too, aren't you? Because you you feel like we need to go through another call. Oh, because, yeah, because we've gotten yeah. more games now for Christmas. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, do we well, have to get rid of some stuff or we just need to figure out a better way to stash away our games? So correct me if I'm wrong, but on this challenge, it actually was a 65 by 1 challenge because wasn't Brew on this challenge? Yeah, I think so. And one of the episodes that we did was playing a game tons of different ways to figure out different strategies on playing the game. Mm -hmm. And we played it and played it and played it. And that one we played probably, what, eight to ten times or something like that. And we actually removed that game from our collection after this challenge. Yeah. Because it really just wasn't for us. We, I don't know if we just felt like it wasn't, yeah, just there just wasn't enough there to like yeah. keep our attention. Yeah, and we discovered that after we content. Well, I think we had an inkling after like the maybe the first or the second play, but as we continued, we thought, well, maybe if we played a different way, this way and this way and this way. So we have actually already removed a game from our collection based on this challenge. Yeah, I think that might be the only one. Yeah, I think so. As um. Well. In regards to like other ones, there might be a couple other ones that I'd want to play again to see. Yeah. But it also brought out games that I was surprised by. Yeah. That, that I liked more that than I maybe thought yeah. I would. And that's kind of that was actually going to be my next question is like, is there something that you played that was like, okay, well we got it, or like I got it, or you got it, and we're like, well let's try it out, and you were like surprised by it more than you know it was more than what it meant more than meets the eye kind of thing i guess well and i think that obviously we most of these we bought them because there was something about them that tripped our triggers well yeah but then there's also impulse buys too and some there, people do that there too. are like there's one on our list that we played that was an impulse buy for me and i think correct me if i'm wrong we have to play Four Gardens again to know whether we like it. Yes. There's another one that I thought I had to have for a billion years, and we had it in our collection for, I don't know, years and years and years and years, and I'm not sure I like it, mm -hmm. and that's Dragoon. Oh, Dragoon. Yeah, that's right. Because I had to have it when we went to our very first Gen Con, mm -hmm. like... It was on my must-have, and we walked by all the time, and then we finally bought it. Never played it until this this past year, and then I was like, this is what it is? Yeah. I think that's one, and I think we talked about it at the time where there's an old episode where we talked about this game. Yeah. I'd like to play it with our gaming group, because I think more players would give more yeah. interaction. It would be more exciting. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen. It might turn out we not might not even like it. Right. You know, then. So Yeah. What about 
I'm kind of looking through the list, but can you think of anything right offhand? I might have a few more thoughts. As far as like ones that Any we of- didn't like as much or like they were a little bit more of a surprise? Yeah. I think it's for me, like I had heard a lot of good things about Heaven and Ale, but it, I, to tell you the truth, had really no clue what it was about really. And I think this was something that you wanted, which is weird because usually I'm the one that suggests games like this more. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm saying that. That I statement. don't care. But I'm not offended by it. But you know, and when we started to play it, I was like, "Wow, this is actually not what I expected." I I I figured it was kind of uh, had something to do with beer, but. I didn't know what to expect, and as we're playing it, I was like, wow, this is actually not that hard to learn. I thought that was going to be a a longer game. I thought it was going to play longer, and then I thought it was going to be harder to learn and stuff like that, but it was actually, we got, we learned it pretty quickly, and and right away, you, like, we didn't even really start playing it, and you're like, I really like this game already. Yeah. Well, yeah, because one of my first thoughts was, I wonder if this is on Board Game Arena, because I think John might like this game, Mm -hmm. because it's just... It's kind of a, not a gotcha, but like a, you definitely can manipulate your play to help yourself and kind of screw the other person over. Yeah. You can. And that, that seems to be, no offense, John, something that he doesn't always intentionally do, but he likes to, it seems to me like he likes to play those types of games. And I can't, we've had this game for a while. I can't remember what, I think I may have saw like, on a board game page or something, this game laid out. And I was like, dang, we probably need to get that. Yeah. And I can't remember, like, we've had it for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think we got it at a con. I want to feel like. Did we? I feel like we did. Because I can't remember where else we would have gotten it. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Or, but, we've, but we've had it for a while. Maybe it was a discounted game at Games by James, maybe? And we were like, oh, it's there. Yeah, so, so we, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe. And we'd always wanted to play it, but they never had it and for some reason until they, or we never seen it until it was clearance. Yeah, so. I'm I'm glad that we were able to get that to the table this past year. Yeah. And even though uh, we, you kind of alluded to it too, like even though it was kind of something that took us a while to get into, we played Great, Great Western Trail yesterday. And I forgot how much I really like that game. It's it's there's a lot to it, oh, and yeah. for me to teach teach you the game, even though I kind of forgot how to play it a little bit, like there's a lot to it. But what I it's one of those games that I think I would love to play again sooner than later because I don't want to lose all the instructions in my head and have to teach it again. So I think it would be fun to play it again at, for game night with the boys and see if that would be something we, you know, something that they would enjoy. It was definitely a game that has a lot of pieces and parts and a lot of I can't think of the word codes on the <laughs> tiles and things that I felt like we had to look up and maybe I'll get used to those the more we play it. Mm-hmm. I like I hadn't. I knew nothing about it, but this is a game I feel like we've had for a while too. Yeah, yeah, we've had it Maybe? for yeah because we got that. I think we got it on discount because they were making the second edition of it. So we're like, oh yeah, we should get this. And we, you know, friend of the show Sean Epperson from Think Twelve Games, he's loves this game. I think we bought it at the same time we bought uh, the Red Cathedral. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Because they had a really good deal on that game, too. Yeah, because I, that weekend, me and John and Sean had actually played... I was there, too. You played it, too? Well, not the Great Western Trail, but Red not, Cathedral. How did you not play Great Western Trail with us, then? You must have dropped out or something? I, maybe it was a different day. Okay. God, I feel like that was the same day. Because we played Paris and... Uh, the Red oh, Cathedral. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, that must have been a different day that we would play then. Okay. Yeah, I'd never, I never, I never played that. But um, and Paris was on our list. We just like I alluded to before, we never were able to get that one to the table. But I'm trying to think. Can you see any other ones that maybe you'd be like, I kind of want to get them into the table to see if we even are interested in keeping it. You know, I think Seven Summits is another game that that for me too. I think it's that one's kind of like a, a game that it was fun to play, but it wasn't it wasn't memorable to me, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't like to I don't like to shoot games down that much, but I always like to say like this. I don't think that one's quite for me, you know, kind of thing. Yep. Where a lot of these other games we played, like Jamaica and um, some of the expansions for things and stuff like that, like a lot of those games we played that. I'm just like, yeah, oh, man, I forgot how much I, you know, really or Some of the games are games I had played already. And I'm like, oh, I really enjoy these games. I really enjoy the game and stuff like that. And it's nice to bring it back to the table and play it with you. Yeah. Another one that we had sitting in our um, collection on top of one of our board game shelves was Renature. And that one... I saw as a display, I think on, or like a picture or something that somebody had been playing, and I was like, "Dang, I need to play that." That is a cool game. Yeah, that's one of those games that I, I want to play it again. I don't. I never heard of until you were like, "This game should. This game looks fun." I'm like, "I've never heard of it." Yeah, no, I hadn't either. And like, we should play that game is what I said. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, there's there's definitely games in our um, challenge that we haven't hit yet to play and i think i'm anxious we're anxious to play them maybe i'm talking for myself no i well obviously we made this challenge because that's what we want so well some of them we just wanted to be able to see whether or not we wanted to keep them too yeah for sure so we've got some spirit island that we never got to um we got um, Paper Tales, the expansion, the Beyond the Gates expansion. Um, Not Alone, we've played that one. Yeah, that's funny that we put that on our challenge. Cause yeah. We, we played that at a Oh, con. but we didn't play our own copy. Maybe that's yeah. why we put it on there. Yeah. Um, Merlin, like I talked about, we have Herbalism on there, which we didn't get to the table, but that one is... A little bit more challenging for us because, as a lot of you know, we play a lot of two-player games, our games that allow for two players, and that one is three and up. Yeah. And so we haven't done that yet. Um, Glow and uh, an expansion for Concordia, the Britannia and Germania edition, and then um, Captain is Dead. So we got- There's a... Uh, have a decent amount. Yeah, kind of. It goes all over the board. Yeah. But then there's like a, another one more welcome to that we never got to even. Yeah. That. Um, Which shouldn't take that long for us to do if we decide to do it because 
that game does not take that long, and we played the other expansions pretty quickly. I think we played like three or four of them. Yeah, that's probably why we didn't get to the other one, because we had already played three of them at one time. Yeah, I think we got them in a um, a cool bundle mm-hmm. um, from... What are they called uh, now? They're called Spooky Skeleton now, I think, instead of Deepwater Games. Yeah, I don't know that I'll ever remember that. <laughs> but anyway, so I think for us, it's creating a new challenge, whether it's playing games that we throw on a list, maybe of a smaller capacity, and going through our existing games to see and the games on this list that we did play to see whether or not we want to keep them. It sounds like really the majority of them that we played through were interested in keeping in our collection. Yeah. There's just a few that maybe we're like unsure about. Yeah. Exactly. Whether or not they're really the games for us. Not that they're not games for other people. Yeah. They're just not entirely what we maybe expected yeah or what we're really interested in yeah and and when it comes to our games like we have so many of them like it's okay to get rid of some of the games that just don't quite hit the table as much because we have these other games we have to play and it's gonna take even with us playing games and having a game night and possibly playing games with our families like that's still a lot of games to try to get to the table so it you know, it's okay to get rid of some of those games or pass them on to someone else that really likes them. We've talked about this hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get away from the challenge because I think we've kind of talked about that enough. Yes. Uh, let's talk about... Um, what we've been playing. Yeah. I like that. Besides the... Stuff we just talked about. Stuff we... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I wanted to talk about a game that I feel like is... You know what? I don't even know when this game came out. Um, I'm just going to look up really quick. I have it on here. Okay. A game that we played this year that actually came out this year. Well, this past year. Or, sorry. We're recording on January 1st of 2024. So and they'll be listening year. to it. Yes, I know. But sometimes also. they don't. people yeah. don't know when you record and stuff like that. So it's from Inside Up Games, and this is Earth. I feel like this is a game that... I don't like to do, oh, what's my what's my favorite game that came out in 2023? Like, we don't do that as much as, like, other podcasts and YouTube channels and stuff like that do. We have in the past. Have we? Yeah. But a lot, we, like, years ago. But a lot of times, we only talk about the games that we played that year. We don't talk about it, the ones that came oh. necessarily came yeah, out yeah, that yeah. year. So that's how we can right. do it a little differently. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're uh, right. Every once in a while. But uh, this game is, I, I think it, it hits everything. The um, art is amazing, which it's all like photorealistic. Like, it's like photos from Earth and stuff like that. It's got, it, it's got really cool facts on the cards. The gameplay is super smooth. It's really easy to learn. It's really fun. Like literally, the, Mike actually, our po- old podcast partner Mike, brought it over. And after we played the first game, we're like, we're getting this game because we love it so much. One of the things that it that it does really well that I think a lot of other games should, or a lot of other game companies and games should pick up from is the iconography of the the stuff in the game. They do this so well. It's uncanny. Like, the player boards have all of the symbols and what they do. 
you know, it talks about turn orders and stuff like that. It's got the color combinations, but it also has it also has symbolism. So like if you're colorblind, you, it can help you figure out what, you know, where you're at and where you're going with stuff. Just everything about this game is fantastic. Well, and what I think is cool is having that right on your player board instead of having it on a reference card mm -hmm. because then you have it all right there. I mean, granted, reference cards are nice, and I appreciate them. So whether it's on a player board or a reference card, I'm not going to be mad either way. But it's right on the bottom of the player board, and it makes sense. Yeah. Like, hey, this symbol means you draw a card. Hey, this symbol means this, that, and whatever. And it makes absolute sense instead of having each person reach into... A or not reach into, reach for the rule book to figure out what does it mean when I grab a card with a symbol of a hand on it or a recycling arrow thing or, you know, whatever. It's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's because it's on the bottom of a player board, it's actually nice and big too. So like if you're some people sometimes when they do the reference cards, they're little small cards, and sometimes even that's a little hard to read with the iconography and everything like that too. So, right, yeah, it's just I don't know. Well, e everything about this game, again, I've said it, I've already said it a million times. It's just it's really great. Well, I think what's cool too is I appreciate games where you all get to take the actions at the same time too. Yeah. So you're not waiting for that person who is taking a long time, potentially, before you can take your turn. And then you might try to play in your turn while they're taking their turn, and then they ruin your turn. Or, you know, you're trying to plan, and then you have to wait three people ahead or, yeah. you know, whatever. You know, you're all taking actions at the same time. So it's all simultaneous. It's moving and grooving and, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff, too. And I think that's... That's one of the reasons why it plays so quickly and so well is because everybody gets to do, to do something, so it keeps the flow of the game constant. So it's not just, again, especially if you have somebody that's got the analysis paralysis, which might still happen if you're doing stuff simultaneously anyway, but it gives everybody a chance to think about what they're doing at the, at the time that the other person's taking their action and their main action while you guys take your your second place action or whatever you want to call it yeah it's just yeah just everything about it is just very smooth and and big uh thumbs up to inside up games for making such a fantastic or for putting out a good fantastic uh, putting together such a fantastic game this is actually designed by maxime tardif um the artists are m81 studio Connor McGooey, Yulia Sozonik, and Kenneth Spond. Yeah, just, yeah, just bravo. Wonderful. Uh, what's some other stuff we've played? I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that is was not part of our challenge. Oh, you got quite a few games for Christmas, and a new one to us that we played was... I can't remember the full name, that Joan of Arc. Yeah, Joan of Arc, Draw and Write. So it is a draw and write spin of Orleans. Mm -hmm. And 
if you know Orleans, you would really, I feel, pick up on this game very quickly because it's like a, I would say it follows a lot of the, a lot of the same traits as Orleans in a roll and write. Draw and write? They call it a draw and write. But you're rolling, aren't you? You're not rolling at all. Oh, you aren't. No. Okay, a draw and write. So you're grabbing um, your citizen, not citizens, followers. Your followers from bags, and you're taking actions on your own player sheet to mark off different things that you want to do to gain additional actions or points or things like that. So it's like a condensed version of Orleans, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, it's still another bag builder. But it's also a draw and write game. You can still block people from doing certain things, just like you would the original Orleans game. It's still got different gameplay where you can distinguish the two. But like you said, like if you play Orleans, then you know you're gonna know pretty much how to play Joan of Arc. It's just a little, you know, it's just a little tweaked a little differently. Yep, you know what each of the characters typically, or each of the followers typically, followers? Followers. Followers. (laughs) Apparently I'm going to create a new word. Followers (laughs) typically do, you know, farmers have the goods, monks are like wild, and knights can help you to move on land, and boaters move on sea, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's different enough to where it's a different game for all your owns, but it's also not, it's not the, it, you don't, I don't feel like you would get, like, bored of it. Like, if you mm. played Orleans and then you played this game, like, again, if you've heard this podcast, you've heard me gush over Orleans, it's my favorite game ever, and the fact that this game was available, like, I know they made another Orleans game, and I can't remember exactly what that one was about, but it a lot of people disliked it. And not knowing exactly what this one was going to be about, I still was like, okay, it's a draw and write. It's based off of my favorite game. Take my money. I don't care. I want it. <laughs> well, and they didn't even take your money because they, they took your dad's money. That's true. So, <clears throat> so we did that one. I'm trying to think of what else because we did... Another one that we got to the table was called Race to the Raft. It is from the creator of Isle of Cats, so the City of Games. That's correct. I actually had to look it up because I couldn't I, think of it. It sounded That's like top of my head for it some sounded reason. insecure when I said it, but it's yes. So it brings out the concept of those infamous cats from Isle of Cats, but you're basically trying to move, well, you're creating a board, and the, well, you're actually creating, you're putting a board together, and on your makeshift board that is in the center of the table, part of it is on, has burned. Yeah. And so you're, there's a whole bunch of different scenarios that they have written, um, in like a campaign book in this game. And so you can put them together and you're basically trying to rescue cats on the game board before they 
before they're basically before they're burned. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is I don't sad wanna, to say. I don't really want to say that. No, before before the island burns. Yeah, before they can't get away from yes. the island. Before they can't hop on the raft. Yes, and so, um, and how that happens is you're pulling tiles out of the out of a bag and those are like burn tiles and you're always having to place them and so you want to not place them so that you're you don't have the ability to move these cats along the way to get them onto this raft to rescue them yeah and you rescue them by matching terrain types yeah and to move them along and so there's like different things where you have to be like um, you have to match the train types, and to move cats along, you have to discard cards, and um, you have to draw, like I said, those polyomino burn pieces from the from bag at certain points during the game. So it incorporates Isle of Cats with the polyomino and the cats and things like that. It has a lot of the same like look and feel with the colors and things like that, but adds a little bit of a different spin and. They're not technically on a boat. They're on an island, and you're rescuing them. Yeah. Instead. So I think this is kind of a kind of a prequel to the other game. So it's like the cats trying to get off the island onto the raft, and then when they get onto the raft, they're getting onto the, to boat, the boat to get away from the yeah. island that's going down. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool game. I I didn't even know it existed. Kirk got it for me for Christmas, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones that we played besides the ones that we've played for the challenge. So for the challenge, like we alluded to, we've played Heaven and Ale, Great Western Trail, and we played Fantastic Factories, like the two expansions, the Manufactions and the... Subterfuge. What? Subterfuge. Okay. I thought you needed me to bless you because you were sneezing. (laughs) Okay. No. Which is always a great game. If you've never played Fantastic Factories, you should probably check it out because it's cool whether you play with the expansions or not. Yeah, it's funny because when, yeah, ex- when you add the expansions, there's a lot of cards. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, holy crap, how are we going to be able to play this game? But it still plays smoothly. It, it's probably what? Like a tower. Yeah, a tower of cards. Yeah, it's bananas. But still, it, it again, f- f- it's a fantastic game. Fantastic Factories. So so besides that, um, before we wrap up, you got a ton of games mm-hmm. for Christmas. I did. So if you want to just give them a shout out, yeah. maybe? Yeah. So we got we got that Joan of Arc that we already talked about playing. We got, uh, I got the expansions for God's Forge, which is, again, another awesome game that I'm excited to play the expansions for. Yeah. The art is just it's awesome, yeah. So it brings five players, which we'll probably never do, but that's okay. But it also brings a solo version of it, which I, I'm excited to play, even though it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I read the instructions for it, and I'm like, wow, this seems like it's making me do a lot of work to just play it one player, but I'm still going to do it. Uh, I also got Blaze On, which is you're making your own like family crest or like a, a crest for like a, a shield like back in the medieval days that just seems so cool so i'm excited to play that by 25th century games uh what else did i get 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 i don't remember anymore we got abduction oh that's right abduction. I re- that's why i looked at you like that when you started talking because we bought 
Abdu- is it? It's abduction. Abduction. Not what you think. It has the word duck spelled out like ducks quack quack and the expansions for it. We actually got that to the table. That's really fun. Yeah. It's, um, it's like aliens abducting ducks. <laughs> in a silicone UFO. Yeah. It's really cute. It's really cute. Yeah. So check that one out. I found that one as really like a talk 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 on line and that's why i ended up buying that and tossing it in for christmas you got a small one player game oh yeah i Couldn't got think of what it was uh, called. shoot it's in the sylveon collection it's with those solo games what is that oh i can never remember these games because they have such interesting names to them and i don't know where those actually came where those actually come from Sylveon, which is a one to two player game, it's called the Omniverse. So, like the first game that was really popular is the Oni Rim, which is a fun little card game that's a one player where you're trying to get rid of all your cards and stuff like that. So, I saw that there was a an, another game in that family or whatever, and I and I was like, wow, I'd really like to play this because I'm getting more into playing some solo games when like you're doing your resin work. Or if I just need a little to do a little something different, it's like, hey, I you know I want to bring that to the table. So, really excited for to play that as well. Yeah, I think I think that is what you got. Yeah, I think that's it. Which I that's it. Yeah, it's a lot. It is. No, I know. I was, just... I'm very lucky, and I'm very I'm very excited to get. Usually, you know, it, it seems like in the past I'm like I'll ask for games, and I'm like, okay, you know, are these games that are really gonna stick with me as time goes by and now i'm getting more selective when i ask for stuff if it's for like a birthday or whatever because it's like i want a game that i know is going to stick in my collection and it's not going to be something that i just play for a couple of times and then get rid of because that's just a waste of my money or whoever's money whoever you know however i'm getting it so yep so yeah i agree so hopefully the year of 2024 will be a little different we can play play some more games I don't know if we're going to do our same challenge, do the unplayed games, and just do those as a new challenge for us, or if we do a, do something else. I don't know. More to come. We'll have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. More content. We'll have to do it as soon as we can, though, since it's the first. Yeah, it's true. We don't want to lose time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Are there any new user... You, bleh, bleh. Are there any New Year's resolutions that you guys have and any like BG stat things that you're doing or just like challenges that you're going to do for yourself or your gaming group or your family or something that like that? Um, Let us know. I have Uh, one. What? We this year are going to embrace BG stats. Yeah. For what it is. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Do the plays, add all the games. Yep. Because I want to know at the end of next, not next year, at the end of this year, what our true plays are. Whether we played on Board Game Arena or whether we played in person or whatnot, I want to know how we did. Yeah. Because this year would have blown us out of the water, I feel, because we played the crap out of stuff and we don't know. Yeah. So, dang it, I'm going to do it this year. That's my cool resolution. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if you guys have any challenges, just kind of let us know. We're on Twitter. We're on Blue Sky. We're on Instagram. Let us know uh, what challenges you're up to. We're at our house. We are. We're everywhere. Not really. Whoa. We're <laughs> omnipresent. No, it's that's true. weird. No, we're not. You're not at yeah. all. All right. So everyone have a great new year, and we will talk to you soon. Until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. This was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.